Welcome to Our Stories, a podcast of Lutheran Community Services Northwest. Welcome to another episode of Our Stories, a podcast of Lutheran Community Services Northwest. I'm Elliot Stockstead, Chief Development Officer with LCSNW. And with me today, I have Donna Ponapinto, President and CEO of United Way of Tacoma Pierce County, and David Dewey, President and CEO of Lutheran Community Services Northwest. So welcome to you both. Good to be here. Thanks, Elliot. Well, I'm excited about this conversation because I just discovered that both of our organizations are in our centennial years, celebrating 100 years of supporting the local community. And there's so many stories, obviously, that have gone into those years. And we don't have time to tell even a few of them probably, but I wanted to to get us together and talk a little bit about how both you, uh, how you both got into these roles, but also uh, what the last year has been like and what you see in the years ahead. So maybe I can start with you, Donna, if if you could please tell a bit about how you got into your current role and what drew you to this work in the first place. Well, fantastic. Well, again, it's good to be here. And um, my professional journey with United Way is, spans over 30, uh, it's going to be 34 years uh, mm. this year, uh, four different United Ways, four very different communities. But what continues to draw me to this work uh, is our mission. Uh, and while every United Way's mission is, is slightly different, uh, at the end of the day, it's really about how do we mobilize our communities? How, and I like to think of it as how do we mobilize that caring power that's in our communities to tackle those issues that we all care about? Mm. Uh, and, you know, my, one of my uh, mentors uh, has always been known to say United Way is the great inviter. You know, mm. we're about bringing people together to the table uh, to tackle the issues of the day. And what do we need? You know, what kind of investments do we need to do that? What are what are the other resources that we uh, need to make this happen? And so that's always has energized me. Um, anytime I can uh, pull folks from the community around a table, um, and that includes the community as well as, you know, the um, you know, stakeholders with other resources, but really doing work with and in community has always uh, kept me really grounded to the mission and work of United Way. Yeah, I love that. And the great inviter, that's such a good image. It's consistent with my experience too of United Way and the Live United Way, of yes. inviting so many people from different backgrounds. So thank you for sharing that. Uh, David, what about you? Yeah, Elliot. Uh, so I came from a local nonprofit called Hope Sparks and um, and uh, was invited to apply for the position at Lutheran Community Services Northwest. I grew up Lutheran, never thought I would uh, really uh, join um, a, a Lutheran organization. But when when I was recruited, uh, it just felt right. And so uh, what we do here is refugee resettlement, a lot of immigration work, a lot of mental health, early childhood development, and senior services. And so it just seemed like the next, the right next step in my career. And our our uh, our mission is uh, health, justice, and hope. And uh, we serve in three states: Oregon, Washington, and Idaho. 
And, and for me, it just felt like, and I tell people this, that I never thought I would have a job where I, I, I sort of married my faith and my career. Mm. Uh, and this has done that so well. And, and we're all about welcoming the stranger here and, and uh, community impact. So it, it's been a nice, uh, uh, challenging, but, but good journey over the last almost seven years now. Yeah, that's great. And I am struck by how our organizations are have that in common to create those structures of belonging and uh, welcome the stranger and people from all walks of life. And I just I think it's incredible uh, to be celebrating 100 years. I find a great honor in in re- recovering or exploring some of our past. And I would love to ask you both, you know, how did how did our organization start? Just give us a little bit of the the story there. And uh, maybe David, I'll start with you this time. Yeah, uh, Otto Karlstrom uh, was our founder, and we were actually founded in Tacoma, which is exciting. Um, and uh, then it spread around the Northwest. And um, so started just sort of serving uh, people in need uh, over 100 years ago. And the fun part is we just welcomed uh, Compass Housing under our umbrella. And so Compass Housing is a King County organization that uh, has four homeless shelters and uh, 16 affordable housing units uh, serving over 700 families. And uh, Otto uh, formed both of our organizations over 100 years ago. So it's fun for us to come together uh, and sort of celebrate, you know, his vision for, for just helping, helping people in need. And Donna, what about you, um, the United Way? And you can speak from national or local would be great, too. Yeah, well, locally, um, our, it's the, our, the anniversary is actually our local United Way. The, yeah, yeah. the very first United Way that started in Denver, I believe it's going on 130, maybe 135 years. Mm. So our yeah. United Way, uh, very interesting. Um, there, it was actually two women that uh, pulled United uh, started back in February 14th, 1921. Uh, There was discussion in Tacoma that there was lots of duplication and Mm. that we needed to come together to figure out how we can better serve families in our community. And it was um, uh, Helen Dobson, executive secretary of the American Red Cross and Annie Post, who was the Mm. chairman of the Junior Red Cross that sent out a letter um, to a, a group of organizations to meet in Tacoma at the Commercial Club, uh, which I, you know, since I'm not originally from Tacoma, I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of people that were familiar with that, but the Commercial uh, Club on uh, February's, uh, in February, and then on what I'll back up. And what's really interesting is that it was pretty much all women uh, mm-hmm. that really got together to talk about starting this un- this United Way, which our first uh, name was the Federation of Social Service Agencies. And, um, and then what is also surprising is that the first board, however, the president of the board was a male, um, mm. even though the, the committee that was put together to actually uh, form the Federation uh, was all women. Uh, so I thought that was uh, that was very interesting. And, you know, and it, for me to be a part of this, you know, only seven years out of the hundred 
uh, and to see the transformation, you know, raising money, the very first campaign raised $198,000 mm. uh, for agencies uh, in the community. So it's been interesting kind of looking yeah. back to see at all the things uh, that have happened over this hundred years. That is wonderful. And I had not heard that history. So thanks for sharing that. And it, and another thing that has been interesting for me as we've been uncovering some of our past this year and looking at old letters and pictures and even hearing stories in our agency about how uh, kids that were adopted through us have grown up and started new lives. And I was, we were thinking about how in our origin story, there was a pandemic that was going on mm. or we were coming out of one. And now we're kind of bookended by pandemics, right? In our, yeah. in our history. And, and I was curious to hear from both of you how this last year, uh, as you can think back, because um, we've both been busy, both organizations <laughs> have been busy, how COVID has changed or affected the way that you see community impact or what, what have you been doing in different ways um, because of the pandemic? So Donna, can I ask you that first? Yeah, you know, this, um, that is a really good question because so much I believe has changed for us. It, you mm. know, when, when you basically are an organization that is being out in the community and being with community, physically being with community uh, and having to make that shift very quickly to the virtual world. Yeah. Um, what I found is that through this pandemic and um, we have actually been more connected, I think, than ever before with community, even though it's been virtual. I mean, yep. and and being able, you know, being able to get to people more uh, quickly through the virtual world, um, being able to um, really help to disseminate information, you know, working in partnerships. I mean, one of the things that I think is a strength of United Way uh, and has always been are the strength of our partnerships. Yep. So, uh, you know, through this pandemic, all of those partnerships that we had established before uh, really went into high gear. Uh, so the work that we do with the Community Foundation and the Starting the Pierce County Connected fund. Yeah. I mean, that started March 13th, you know, yeah. pulling together resources and this aligned philanthropy to get money back out uh, where it was needed uh, the most and get that out very quickly. You know, I also believe that, you know, we were able to change the way we raised money. You know, I mean, mm. we couldn't go out to a company and do a presentation. And right. so it really forced us to think, you know, not a, not so much outside the box, but think about like, there's no box there, you know, yeah, we've got to right. re rethink everything and um, rethink how we uh, work with organizations, how we work with the community, the information that we get out to community. Um, it, it, so I think it, it strengthened our resolve that not only do we need to um, think about our work in terms of being physically in community, but um, if we're to be survive and be relevant for another hundred years, uh, that we have to think about what it means to be in community mm. in a different way. Yeah, that's good. And I, uh, I wanted to say thank you for the way that you and United Way did step up in those early days. I remember that well. 
and said, hey, if, if people want to get involved, we'll figure out creative ways to do volunteer engagement yes. and lead that. And uh, also, uh, and yeah, two one one, you know, yeah, our two one one has been taking calls for, um, you know, took the a lot of the COVID nineteen, you know, calls from day one, um, yep. you know, and being on call from six in the morning till ten o'clock at night for basically, you know, a year. Yeah, and and also just to express our appreciation for the Pierce County Connected, and I'm glad you mentioned that coalition of funders that came together and the Greater Tacoma Community Foundation, their leadership to get resources out quickly uh, to the organizations that need it. So we yes. we benefited from that. It was really helpful. And uh, I've been sending emails to some of those folks <laughs> this week uh, or just recently a year out to say we haven't forgotten that. That's really been helpful. So, David, what about you? And want to talk a little bit about um, Lutheran Community Services Northwest and the last year? Yeah, um, I think for, you know, when we focus on like staff and, and culture and, and, and how things changed radically, we were really prepared just so, because geographically we're so spread out. We have been using, you know, video conferencing and Zoom, you know, for years. And so that wasn't much of adjustment. The big adjustment, of course, was clients. Um, our our mm -hmm. largest um book of business is uh, behavioral health and especially for communities that speak different languages and and um and different cultures and so that was a real challenge um we were way under five percent telehealth and went to 95 percent almost overnight yeah um and so we had the technology in place but culturally getting our therapists and our clients from all over the world getting used to receiving mental health, um, uh, you know, over the computer or an iPhone or whatever, that was a huge challenge. And we were driving all over the Northwest, getting new computers to people. And, and we had clients that would, we would set up our routers in the parking lot. So if they didn't have internet access, they could go park in, in the parking lot to, um, to, uh, get Wi-Fi and and so it, it wow it was it was a real challenge and one of the things that also happened is we we started shifting a lot of our services to basic needs um, yeah. because that was that was the needs of the community and so uh, through the help of funders and amazing partners like United Way and Pierce County Connect and 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 funders from around the Northwest we were able to deploy uh, you know food and um, and rental assistance and things of that nature. So it was, it was a challenge. And uh, boy, we grew together as a team because we all had to, you know, get together and figure out how how are we going to meet the needs. And um, you know, coming out of it, you know, our biggest concerns are, are emotional. Sort of, we're focused right now on the emotional recovery uh, for our yeah. staff and for our clients, and and uh, how can we better serve them. Um, so, uh, you know, I could go on and on about, you know, things that happen in the refugee community and, and immigration and, and, and all of that. And so, yeah, uh, it, it's been a it's been a long year. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm really yeah. proud of our staff. I can't say enough about our staff and our volunteers that really stepped up. Our Meals on Wheels program, I think, tripled in need almost yeah. overnight. And so. Uh, it's been a journey, but we've learned a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, Don. No, I was going to say, I was just going to echo, you know, what David was saying. Uh, 
uh, that um, in terms of staff, you know, I mean, yeah. you can't you can't do any of this work, you know, without staff and the the journey that it has uh, been for my team. Um, you know, I too am just so proud of of my staff and and David, you mentioned something about basic needs and and yes, that that is exactly what we saw. You know, I mean, you know, there's so many resources that get out into the community every day, but at the end of the day, what this pandemic said to all of us is that. People need to have their basic needs met. You know, they need food. They need yep. to be able to keep a roof over their head. Uh, and um, I think that, um, you know, that's going to be something that is going to continue even, I mean, even as I mean, we're still, to me, we're still in this pandemic uh, and uh, people are still needing those kinds of assistance. You know, the other thing that I wanted to, to, to let you know that we did, and this speaks to the, you know, the behavioral health piece is that 211 during this time is worked with the behavioral health organizations and is now uh, the single point of entry for behavioral health. So people can call into, if they need behavioral support, they mm. can call 211 and get access to a referral network. That's, I'm glad you pointed that out because we'll, and this, she gets to our next question because there, I think we're seeing increased need there um, nationally, definitely in the Northwest around behavioral health needs. But I also wanted just to remark on what you both talked about, which is just how people step up in different ways. And uh, I think both organizations often serve those who are most disproportionately affected by either uh, tragedies or in this case, you know, an emergency that almost overnight. So some of our, the senior clientele became even more isolated, perhaps, and afraid of the unknown. And mm -hmm. like you both talked about, one of the things I love to see was the generosity of the community. So the Boeing employees provided a brand new van and commercial freezers and fridges so that we could get food out. And that was something that we weren't doing as much, but with some of our refugee and, um, immigrant clients that needed access to fresh food it was really important to get those boxes out so um but let's the next question is uh you're kind of leading this which is we've learned a lot from this last year we're tired uh we're um, our staff have been amazing um we've witnessed sort of the challenge and the the generosity and the connectivity of what this does to bring us together and so as we as we're kicking off new century of service for both orgs what what would you like people to know? Like what's coming to mind and what's, there's plenty of challenges, but what's exciting to you both? Um, and David, can I start with you? Yeah, thanks, Lily. Uh, there's a lot of things that are exciting. I think with telehealth uh, now, we're not turning back. Uh, and and uh, so we're going to be able to serve more people in rural communities mm -hmm. uh, from a mental health standpoint. That is extremely exciting. Uh, because of some things that have happened nationally, uh, we're, we're back to uh, increasing our numbers with refugee resettlement. And I think uh, I'm optimistic about uh, immigration, uh, having uh, better opportunities for immigration, um, you know, past the citizenship for some of the folks that we work with. Uh, I think that's exciting. Uh, our work here in Tacoma, Pierce County, are you know what we're doing with seniors, um, and I read this amazing stat that that loneliness is actually more detrimental to your health than smoking. Mm, yeah. Uh, so chronic loneliness, and a lot of our seniors are feeling that, especially during the pandemic. 
Yeah. Um, and so we are focused on reaching out and getting back out to the communities and, and, and providing, you know, opportunities for seniors to have connection and, and looking at different ways to, um, to broker those relationships. Um, you know, that sense of community that, that seniors and we all need. So there's yeah. a lot to be optimistic about right now. Um, we're just going to have to be disciplined to make sure that we're really strategic about, uh, about how we focus our limited resources uh, in the coming years. Thank you. Yeah, Donna, what about you? Yeah, there, I, there is so much um, to be optimistic optimistic about is as we look at our future you know united way uh currently what what we're focused in on is a bold goal of lifting 15,000 households out of poverty by 2028 and you know all mm-hmm. of our energy all of our resources are going towards that goal um because you know we know that if we're addressing if we're addressing that now uh in partnership with others um we're going to have a, a future where kids have more opportunities, right? You know, to, to me, it's, it's about making sure that our future is solid and that families have what they need. You know, the COVID has, I, one of the things that, that always stays in my mind is that we can't do any of this work alone. You know, yeah. I mean, none of us can, we need each other. We need these pop uh, partnerships and and I think you know with COVID has brought COVID has brought that you know very clearly (laughs) home to all of us um, that you know there's more much more is possible when we're working uh, together you know there's a generosity in this community that that we that we've seen and I think what what it's taught all of us all anyone who does funding is that we can do things differently and we can do things fast um, yeah. and it, and we can remove some of the barriers, you know, because yeah. that's the other thing that, you know, United Way, in addition to, you know, the partnerships, you know, how do we advocate, you know, to, so building that advocacy muscle uh, is really crucial, I think, for United Way to be that voice of not just the nonprofits, but people with lived experience in our community uh, and, and to make sure that their voices are heard so that we can remove some of these barriers. You know, we've got a solid, you know, our two-on-one is solid. Uh, you know, the work that we do in basic needs will continue. Um, I, you know, I'm a, very much a believer that if we are not making sure that people have their basic needs met families are going to always struggle um so we need to make sure that people have food on the table that they have access to quality child care you know meant that they have have access to mental health services and and then you know the last thing that we're continuing to focus in on is the financial uh, well-being of families you know through our center for strong family work how do we continue to strengthen a network of of organizations that really are helping people help themselves you know so this to me there's just so much going on um right now that lends itself for United Way, uh, kind of always being at the center. There was a volunteer that we had one time that said, you know, communities need a United Way. Um, United Way kind of holds the center. 
uh, in bringing people together. And so, you know, I started off by saying, you know, we're the great inviter. I look at, to United Way in the future to continuing to be that role um, as the great inviter. Mm. That is so good. Thank you for sharing that. And I think you you both said this in different ways, but I I would agree that this work doesn't happen in isolation, that there are so many partners. Uh, it takes all of the nonprofits, the corporations, the Rotary Clubs uh, to make this work. And so I just want to thank you both for your leadership uh, always, but in particular this last year and all of the all of the the burden that that, uh, that that puts on you and others that are trying to make decisions in this time. And uh, grateful that you both spent some time here talking today. Uh, any any other sort of closing words as we as we wrap this up? Um, you know, no. I mean, this has been wonderful. You know, happy birthday to yeah, <laughs> to right. <you. laughs> Yeah, exactly. Same. Happy birthday, Donna. <laughs> Happy birthday, United Way. That's yeah. Right. You don't look a day over, you know, 90. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Cheers to all the work that's been yes. done and what's coming up ahead. So thank you. And, yep. and Thanks, we will Elliot. keep going. Yep. Yes. Have a great one. All right. Thank you. Have a great day. If you'd like to find out more about how to get involved, make a donation, or learn more about our centennial celebrations, for the United Way, go to uwpc.org, or for Lutheran Community Services Northwest, go to lcsnw.org.